Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. beautiful people and welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. I am excited because it's been a while since I've done a podcast specifically on money and I felt called to make one this week and I'm going to talk about some of the common limiting beliefs around money and I'm going to debunk them. I'm going to talk about a few that are common in almost every single person that I work with and which have also been very central in my life until I began to actually work through them and release them. And before I get into uh, what the beliefs are and debunking them, I want everyone to understand why it's so important to work through belief systems around money or anything else, right? First and foremost, our beliefs are manifesting into our realities all the time. It is universal law. Your life is a reflection of your belief system. And if you're listening to this like Kristen, that's not true because I believe that I should be rich and I'm not. Well, that's great, but the thing is, 95% of our beliefs are subconscious, meaning we don't have conscious awareness of them. So you might consciously believe that I am worthy of being rich or having a shit ton of money, but on a subconscious level, your subconscious mind picked up a belief system when you were five years old that it's greedy to have a lot of money because you heard your friends making fun of rich people or because it's something your parents said. And that, even if you don't have conscious memory of that happening, that got stored away in your subconscious mind when you were a child, then that belief is still operating behind the scenes controlling your reality. So if you've never worked through your belief systems from childhood, most likely they are still running the show and you probably don't even know it because they're so subconscious. So as I go through these beliefs, ask yourself if it resonates with you, if you feel any emotion behind it, if you feel triggered, like does it make you feel angry, annoyed, is your immediate response, that's not true. This will let you know if this belief is existing within you. And to be totally honest, most of us have some level of all of these beliefs I'm going to share. Just if you've grown up in this similar society to me and you grew up watching Netflix and Hollywood and listening to the same music and most of us have some portion of some of these beliefs within us. And to continue to up-level, if you want to manifest more material abundance, if you want to manifest more money into your life, which most people do, right? Money is a tool to create more freedom. Everyone wants freedom. Money is also fuel for impact. Most people want to create an impact on this world, especially if you're listening to my podcast. I have a feeling that you're one of those light workers that literally incarnated here to make an impact and to raise the vibration of this planet. Money is fuel to do that. Okay, so now that I've kind of explained why this is important, um, you know, you cannot out-manifest your belief system, I'm going to start talking about some of the beliefs that I want to debunk once and for all. And the first one is money is the root of all evil. This is one that I grew up with. This is a very common one. You'll find it in 
all kinds of TV shows, all kinds of books, all kinds of music. First and foremost, let me just make this very, very clear. Money is not evil. Money is also not benevolent, right? It's not good and it's not bad. It's not positive. It's not negative. Money is neutral. Everything in this world, in this reality is made up of energy. Your energy, I'm made up of energy. Money, dollar bills are made up of energy. Our credit cards are made up of energy. Water is made up of energy. Everything is energy. And energy by nature is not good or bad. It's not evil or benevolent. These are labels. These are judgments that us human beings apply to neutral energy situations or scenarios after the fact. But by nature, it is not possible for money to be good or evil, to be benevolent or negative or positive or any word you want to use. It just is. It just simply exists. Now, money magnetizes what is already within the person who is using the money or who has the money, who is attracting the money. So if you're an extremely evil, bad-intentioned, greedy person with a lot of money, then you're going to most likely do bad things with the money that's going to make money seem evil. If you're a kind-hearted, service-based, generous, humble person who has a lot of money, you're going to be able to do good things with that money. Now, I know a lot of people say, yeah, whatever, but money causes so much evil, right? It's the thirst for power, thirst for more money that creates so much tension and causes war and so much of the evil in the world comes from the fight for more money and more power. And I would argue that it's not money that is evil, but it's the intentions of the people. And the root of the problem is not money. If money were to be eradicated, it were gone tomorrow. The fight for money wouldn't be gone. The fight for more power wouldn't be gone. There would be something else, some other material thing to take its place. It is not money that's evil. It is the intentions behind the people who are creating chaos in the name of getting as much money as they can. So no, money is not the root of evil. Like I said, if money were gone, those people wouldn't stop. People who have intentions that are not based in love, just because the thing that they're fighting for goes away doesn't mean those intentions go away. We'll attach onto something else. And what happens is with these kinds of people who make money seem so evil, typically the desperation for something like power or money uh, with non-loving intentions behind that desperation that comes from a place of not feeling good enough on a deeply subconscious level right on like the soul level of although we all incarnate here completely worthy and divinely worthy of everything we desire by birthright a lot of us learn to feel unworthy we learn that we are incomplete without x y and z and so a lot of people grow up with this um subconscious or even conscious insecurity of I am only worthy if I prove my worth through gaining more success, gaining more power, gaining more money, whatever it might be, right? That's just one explanation. There's lots of different explanations behind why certain people feel that desperation to amass more and more and more money and power without the intention of love behind it. And it's always a void-filling intention. It's always coming from a place of, I need to fill this void within me. And obviously, you cannot fill a void within you with anything external, which means the more you gain more money or whatever it is you're trying to gain to feel better, the more desperate you feel for more of it, right? Same thing with power. So my belief is that the root of all evil is not money, it's not power, it's not material wealth, it's not anything external. The root of all evil is disconnection. From ourselves disconnection from source disconnection from the universe disconnection from god when we are so fulfilled 
in our connection with our highest selves, our souls, God, the universe, source, spirit. We no longer need anything external to validate us. And when we manifest or attract or act from this place, from this place of worthiness and love, that is what we attract and create more of in our reality, right? It doesn't matter what we are doing. One person can intend to get more money and do it from a place of love and therefore spread more love and abundance into the world. And another could be intending to get the same amount of money, but they're doing it from a place of I'm not good enough from that subconscious void and therefore they spread more lack and ill will with that action. It's not the action, it's the energy behind it, it's the intention behind it and a lot of times it's highly subconscious. Money is not evil. It's not possible for money itself to be evil. Money doesn't cause problems, people do. People who are disconnected from source do. So truly the root of the problems in the world all stem back to disconnection, right? A lack of connection to self, to source, the divine. A lack of connection from our own true nature and our true nature is divine love. Our true nature is limitless abundance. And when we're disconnected from that, we act from that place of not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy, not feeling safe, not feeling seen without realizing that we have the potential to feel all of that within us. The world around us teaches us from birth to look externally for all of that, right? So it's not our fault. It's people who are doing this, it's not their fault. A lot of us fall into this trap. It's It's been conditioned into our minds that you want to be happy, you want to feel safe, you want to be seen, you want to be heard, you want to be accepted, you want to feel good about your life. Great. Get more Instagram followers, right? Buy my program to get more Instagram followers. Buy this magic lotion to make your wrinkles go away. Buy the fancier cell phone or the fancier car because you'll get the girl or you'll get the guy who will make you feel loved and safe. And let me just preface this by saying there is nothing wrong with buying a fancy car, with getting wanting more Instagram followers, with buying a lotion to help with wrinkles. There's nothing wrong with any of that. The problem is when we follow those intentions from the energy of I'm not good enough unless I manifest X, Y, and Z into my life. I'm not good enough unless my wrinkles go away. I'm not good enough or worthy unless I have a thousand more Instagram followers. I won't be loved unless I have the nicer car, right? A lot of this can be subconscious, but some of it is can also be conscious. And the difference is when you're making these decisions from a place of, I am already divinely worthy of love. It's already mine. I am already divinely worthy of everything I desire in this life. And anything that's on my heart I am already worthy of simply because I desire it. I am good enough exactly as I am. There is nothing I need to do or achieve to become worthy of love because I am loved by nature. And because I already know this, I get to enjoy the fun and the beauty and the material things and whatever it is that I want to enjoy on this earth. Maybe that's a nice car. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a lotion for your wrinkles. Maybe it's not. It could be anything. It's not the thing or what we spend the money on that is bad, evil, negative. It's the intention behind it. It's the energetic place that we are making these decisions from. And this is a big part of what I like to teach people around spending money, right? When we spend from an aligned place, that money's coming back because we're spending from a place of abundance. When we're spending from an aligned place, that's spending from a place of I'm already good enough. I'm already so divinely worthy. I need nothing external from me to feel safe, to feel loved, to feel whole, to feel fulfilled. I need nothing, but I am also worthy of anything that I do desire. 
That's totally different from buying from a place of, I need everything to feel worthy. So when you're making purchases, like sit down for a second, just ask yourself, why am I buying this? Am I hoping it'll make me feel a certain way? Am I hoping it'll let me avoid some pain that I'm not feeling right now? Do I think I'll be more accepted if I have this thing? Is this a void filling purchase? Or is this purchase coming from a place of total inner alignment from my highest self? From knowing that I'm worthy of it, but I also don't need it. Knowing that this thing that I buy is not going to bring me any feeling into my life that I don't already have access to. It's simply icing on the cake. Because we're divinely worthy of enjoying everything that is here on this earth for us. Right? That's another big misconception. Material things are bad. It's bad to want more. It's not good or bad to want a material thing. It just is. It's neutral. And you know what's worse than wanting more material things? judging ourselves for wanting more material things, guilting and shaming ourselves for our natural desire to want to experience what this world has to offer. Like we incarnated here into these human bodies to have a human experience and to fully enjoy this vacation. I like to think of life as a vacation. Our souls take this little vacation. They incarnate into these human bodies for a short period of time and our human bodies are the vehicle with which we get to enjoy and experience this vacation that we call life on earth. And the vacation has lots of ups and downs, but we're here to fully experience it. And on this vacation, your soul gets to do whatever it wants with your body. Maybe it wants to take your body for a joy ride in a beautiful car. Great. Maybe it wants to adorn your body in some designer clothing for a day. Great. That is an experience you're worthy of. The only problem with materialism or the desire for material things, once again, comes from the energy of... I'm not good enough. This will make me feel better about myself. And if you're deeply immersed in the inner work, which I know all my BAA students are, and you're doing the work to rewire these belief systems around I'm not good enough that most of us pick up in childhood, then you can feel confident in your money spending decisions and know that when you spend from a place of alignment, from a place of I'm divinely worthy and I need nothing external from me, you attract everything. And the money always comes back multiplied as is the nature of the universe in abundance. So no material things aren't bad. No money isn't evil. You're allowed to want whatever you want. (laughs) Watch out for self-shaming. Watch out for self-guilt. Everything is neutral and anything that you label as good or bad is just a judgment that you have placed on a neutral event after the fact. And as long as you are feeling guilty about your own natural desires or about your desire to have more money, your desire to buy a nice car or whatever it is that you have a desire to do, You're literally sending out this energy of scarcity and lack of guilt of shame into the universe. And therefore you will attract back to you more experiences for you to experience more guilt and shame and lack, right? Until you end that cycle. Same thing with the money is evil. Like if you're going around all day long, oh, money is the root of all evil. It's so annoying. (laughs) Money causes so many damn problems. It's just, I'm so sick of it, right? This is your narrative all the time. Great. That's what you're going to attract into your reality. You're going to start to attract more people who do evil things with money. You're going to attract more proof of what you believe. You're going to start to see it everywhere. Everywhere you go, you will see people with bad intentions using money to spread those bad intentions. What if you started looking for examples that money is used for good? Right, because what you look for proof of is what the universe will show you proof of because all polarity exists. There are definitely people with intentions that don't come from a place of love who use money in a way that does not serve the greater good of the world. And the more you look for that, the more you'll attract it 
and the more you'll see it and the more hopeless you'll begin to feel. But if you task the universe as it's showing you proof that money is used for good, you will also find that. But you have to task your brain to look for these examples because right now your brain is already unconsciously looking for examples of the belief that you already hold, which means that most likely if you have this belief about money, you're going to you most likely already in your reality see more proof that money is evil. So this is a conscious switch. We need to consciously task our brain throughout the day to look for examples that money is good. And when good people come into a lot of money, they get to do incredible, beautiful, magical, compassionate things for the world. And here's the thing. If you feel guilty for wanting more money, I just want you to think about this for a moment. Stop making it just about you. If you came into a million dollars overnight, Whose lives would improve outside of just yours? Maybe that just means that, hey, I don't have money stress anymore, so I get to be fully present with my sisters at our lunch tomorrow. Or I don't have to worry about paying my car bill or my rent, so I can use that money to help my friend with their hospital bill or help my parents retire. Or maybe I just get to spend more time with my children. Maybe I get to show up as the more aligned version of me because I no longer have to stress all day long about money. I get to show up in my full power and my full creativity. And I'm going to, for the first time, have the creative power to write that book, to start that business. Or simply, maybe I'm just in a better mood all day because I'm not stressing about money. And I smiled at the barista, which I don't normally do. And that made her day. And that made her day. And she spread that along and that created a ripple effect that brightened hundreds of people's days. So think outside of even just what would the money do? What could I buy for it? If by you attracting a shit ton of money, you simply get to lift your mood, that is changing the world because of the butterfly effect, right? Like butterfly effect basically says, A butterfly like flapping its wings in California can shift an event in, I don't know, Japan, right? One tiny thing creates energetic ripple effects across the entire globe. One smile, one word, the lifting of your mood just a tiny bit, that changes the world. You are divinely worthy of a life of abundance. And a life of unlimited abundance is already yours by birthright. It's given to you. You don't need to beg for it. It's already given. And it's funny. I love this about manifestation because it also really aligns with, I used to be uh, extremely Christian when I was in high school. And I remember, um, I forget exactly what it says in the Bible, but it's basically saying, you know, ask and it's given, right? Anything you pray for is already yours. And that is what manifestation is. Like when you intend, it's already yours. You don't need to beg for it or prove you're worthy of it. It is already yours. You simply need to receive it. And by judging the thing that we intend to receive, we're pushing it away. We say, oh, I want more money. I just don't want to stress about money anymore. But I also hate money and it's so evil. Then we expect to attract more of it. (laughs) Okay, I think I kind of touched on a few beliefs in that... um, first 20 minutes but another one is rich people are greedy which I kind of already touched on right if you're a greedy person and you attract money or you come into money you're gonna be a greedy rich person money just energy and it magnetizes what is already within you (laughs) if you're a kind good-hearted person you're gonna be a kind good-hearted person with more money and we need more kind good-hearted people in this world coming into more money 
so that we can make a bigger impact on this planet. And another big misconception, and I actually see this in movies all the time. This is one that I held and it was really subconscious for me. I didn't have conscious awareness of it until recently. And that was that poor people have more fun. Rich people are stuck up and snobby and no fun. And you see this in movies all the time, right? Like, for example, one of my favorite movies, Titanic. It's like all of the rich people, they're all like stuck up and they're smoking cigarettes and they're sitting at these tables and they're all dressed in these stiff outfits and you know, having boring conversation. And then you have the lower class and, you know, Rose, who is rich. And then it's whoever, um, Leo DiCaprio, Jack, I think was his name. He's lower class, right? And he takes her to his parties at the lower part of the ship. And they're like so much fun, right? Everyone's like drinking beer and they have music playing and they're dancing. It's like a great time. And you see this in a lot, a lot, a lot of movies. And this conditions in this viewpoint that may be true for some people, but it definitely is not a universal truth that wealthy people don't have fun. And for me, it was like this deeply subconscious belief that if I become rich if I come into or make or create or attract a lot of money into my life I'm no longer going to have fun and I'm not going to be accepted by my friends anymore right my friends and family and the people who do have a lot of fun they're not going to accept me because I'm going to become this rich snobby person at least in their eyes and this was a big belief I held for a long time was that pushed away money I would always attract money and then it would disappear and this is one of the beliefs I know that was blocking me from holding on to money is I was afraid of losing my relationships, my friends, my family. And, and I wanted to be that wild, free soul who has a lot of fun and dances. And what my subconscious mind had picked up was that you can't have both. And obviously my belief now is that I get to be rich and have a shit ton of fun and be wild and free and whatever I want to be. And I also get to be rich and have beautiful, fulfilling relationships with family and friends and I have more fun in my life now than I ever did before and it has nothing to do with the amount of money that I do or don't have it has to do with me and the permission I gave myself to change my own belief system you know another big one that kind of ties on to that is like rich people are unhappy you know you see this a lot in movies it's like I've heard this movie quote so many times I don't know what movie it's from or maybe it's in multiple movies or shows is that you know oh I've never met a truly happy rich person um and you hear phrases like this all the time in my favorite movie in the whole world about time I don't know if anyone's seen it it's so good if you haven't seen it go watch on Netflix it's just a really sappy, cute, like time travel romance movie. And that was one of the lines in there that the dad said. And I just, I watched that and I was like, oh, this is my favorite movie. And they say this, um, but it's in so many movies and TV shows. And it's really important to become a conscious consumer of what you're watching because a lot of movies condition us with scarcity and lack mindsets, right? Because that serves the system. And that's for another podcast episode. But a lot of movies condition us have a scarcity and lack of mindset around money, right? Basically keeping us away from our power because once we understand abundance, we can attract as much money as we need and we no longer need to be a part of the system. So yeah, the line of the movie was something along the lines of, I've never met a truly happy rich person. And uh, a lot of us have this belief, right? The more money you have, the more unhappy you are, the more problems you have. And once again, this is simply not true. And I can tell you, that more money does not need to mean more problems. More money doesn't mean that you don't get to be happy. Money is not related to your happiness, to the amount of fun you have, to any of that. 
Once again, it all it, it can only reflect what's already within you. So if you have a deep unhappiness within you and you manifest a ton of money or you come into a ton of money or you make a ton of money, then you're really unhappy. The money didn't make you unhappy. The universe just gave you a situation which reflected back to you the unhappiness that was already existing within you. Nothing external from you can make you feel any kind of way. They can only reflect back to you what you already feel. So if you're worried about, if I have a lot of money, I'm just not going to be happy. I'm not going to have fun. Money can't do that to you. Only you can do that to yourself. And maybe there is already a part of you that feels deeply unworthy of having a lot of fun. Or there's a part of you that feels deeply unworthy of being truly happy. And that has nothing to do with money, right? That's something totally separate in itself. And once again, start tasking your mind for examples of people who have a lot of money and they're very happy and fulfilled and making an impact on this world. Whether it be small or big, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I used to do this for myself. I would literally make lists of people who were fulfilled and happy and having fun and living their best lives and really, really rich and also serving a lot of people and making an impact on the globe. Whether it was an impact directly through coaching like I do or whether it was just the way that they showed up in their lives that inspired others, it didn't matter. Start tasking your mind to find proof of what you want to embody and believe. Because until you task your mind consciously to find that proof, your mind will continue to show you proof of the negative, I shouldn't say negative, that is my own judgment, of the lack-based beliefs that you already hold. Okay, another big one is I need to work super hard to make money. I need to put in more hours. And once again, this is conditioned into us. And most of us grew up with this example around us. We had parents or peers or teachers or people around us who if they wanted to make more money, they had to work more hours and they had to work harder. And this simply is not a universal truth. You don't need to work harder to make money. You don't need to work extra hours to make money. But if you believe that's true, then it will become true. And this is kind of tied into the only way I can make money is through my current job, right? The only way I can make money is by getting a raise or a promotion. I'm not up for one. I hear this all the time. And the truth is the universe is unlimited. (laughs) The universe has no limitations. The only limitations that exist for you are the ones that you create and believe. So if you truly believe the only way for me to make money is through my corporate job, that will become true for you in your life. When I started to shift this belief for me and I started to expand my imagination, I remember making a list of like a hundred ways the money could come to me outside of my corporate job. And it took me so long to complete that list, literally days. It was just like in my phone and I was like, whenever I thought of something, I'd put it on there. And I started to attract more money. I would receive random checks and I got random Venmos and I had friends asking me to come work at events with them. These are like paid events and all kinds of things were popping up. And I start, and then I had the idea to create this little like mini course that I sold me my first thousand dollars. And I was soon making thousands of dollars. I shouldn't say thousands. In the beginning, hundreds of dollars outside of my corporate job. And eventually it turned into thousands. And then eventually I quit my corporate job because I was making so much money outside of it. And now I make most of my money through my business, but I still make money outside of it because I stay open. And I know there are unlimited ways that money can flow to me truly unlimited so if you feel limited and you're like the only way i can make money is if i get a promotion challenge you just make a list of 50 ways or 100 ways that money can come to you maybe it's by finding 50 bucks in the laundry maybe it's finding 10 dollars on the ground maybe it's a friend venmoing you 20 bucks maybe it's uh receiving a check in the mail i've received random checks from literally jobs i had when i was 17 10 years later in the mail um 
Maybe it's that uh, you sell your old computer and you sell it for more than you thought you would. Maybe someone asks you to babysit and they pay you a hundred bucks for it. Um, maybe someone like what happened to me offers you to come work a fun event with them and you get paid a couple hundred bucks. There's limitless ways. You can receive checks in the mail. You can receive deposits into your bank account. That's happened to me too. People I've seen, I've seen people literally be gifted thousands of dollars. I saw someone gifted $25,000 out of the blue when they started doing this work. So there is no limitation to ways that money can flow to you. The only limitation is your mind and how much tunnel vision you have or on the ways you believe money can come to you. And once again, when you begin to task your mind to look for proof that money can come in other ways, you will receive proof. Maybe in the beginning, that just means you find a penny on the ground and you're like, whoa, I just found a penny. That is incredible. I'm so stoked. I just found this penny. Thank you universe for showing me another way that money can come into my life. Because when we're grateful for the ways that money currently does come into our lives, even if it's just a penny on the ground, we step into that embodiment of abundance, which attracts more to us. If we're not grateful for what we have now, even something as small as finding a penny, how can we expect the universe to give us more to be grateful for, right? That would be like giving a screaming or crying toddler a lollipop just to shut them up. You're teaching them the wrong lesson. (laughs) When we're in that vibration of gratitude, that is the place we attract more from. And I guess another quick one that I'll just cover really quickly uh, is I'm not capable of handling more finances. And you guys, this is a really quick fix. I had this belief. I know a lot of people have this belief and truly educate yourself because our school system, most of us, or maybe I should speak for myself, my education did not include education, practical education around finances, around how to save, how to invest, like what kind of credit cards to use, like how to deal with debt. None of that. None of it was taught to me. I had to educate myself. If you feel uneducated around finances, educate yourself. Go buy some books. There's so much free information out there. I started to educate myself around finances and that created this feeling of comfort around finances, which opened me up to receive more because if you feel uncomfortable, you're going to, like our subconscious minds always prioritize our comfort. And it feels more comfortable for your subconscious mind to stay broke than it does to get rich because you're worried about handling the money, then you're going to stay broke. Energetically, you're going to be a match for being broke continually. You have to make where you want to be seem more comfortable and more safe than where you are now. And that means rewiring the belief that says where I am right now, my current financial situation is safer than where I'm going. And a big part of that is financial literacy and feeling comfortable and attracting finances. And you don't need to do this to attract money, right? But if you have a belief that I am not capable of handling finances, this is a really good way to quick and easy rewire that belief is educate yourself on finances. Doesn't mean you have to do that to attract money. Once again, you can attract money regardless of how much education you have or reading you've done or how much you know about bank accounts. You can literally attract money knowing none of that (laughs) because the money is already yours. Like abundance is already yours by nature, by birthright, divine birthright. But sometimes there's little quick fixes or shortcuts to some of these beliefs to help ourselves cultivate that inner safety necessary to attract everything external from us. Because I think with money, the last thing I'll say here is money is attracted to internal abundance, which means when you give yourself permit the permission to feel safe now, the money will come, right? We always project like, oh, I want more money because I want to feel safe. I want to feel excited. I want to feel free. The thing is, you can feel safe, free, and excited right now. 
And as long as you're projecting that outward on the money, you won't attract it because you attract what you're a match for right now. And you're an energetic match for what your feelings and beliefs are about life right now. If you believe and feel that I am safe right now, regardless of my external reality, regardless of the number in my bank account, eventually that number in your bank account will shift to match your inner safety, your inner abundance, your inner gratitude. It's all about feeling right now how we desire to feel when the money comes. Giving ourselves that permission to be the embodiment of that version of us right now. You get to feel safe right now. You don't have to wait for the money to come. You get to feel excited right now. You get to feel joyful right now. You get to believe that your needs and desires are always met right now, right? This is a big part of manifestation. When you believe it, you'll see it, right? It's not like when I see it, I'll believe it. I hate that. It's not true. When you believe it, you'll see it. So we have to start to believe things that we don't see proof of yet. And that requires faith. That requires trust. Maybe I'll do another episode on, on building faith and trust, but that's all I have for you for now. I want to let you guys marinate on those money ideas and really sit with it and just ask yourself, what if that resonated? What if that triggered me? Uh, what if that didn't feel good to hear? What if that did feel good to hear? What's coming up in me right now and be really present. And how can I consciously task my mind to look for proof of what I desire to believe? And if you're wanting to dive even deeper into money belief systems, my academy has three entire weeks just dedicated to abundance and money where we dive deep. Um, We go into so much more than I can ever share in one podcast episode. And if you have been thinking about enrolling into my academy, it is open for enrollment right now. The link to apply for that is going to be in the show notes. And um, once again, if this helped you at all, if it resonated, I would love if you could share it with your friends and family. I love when I see you guys share this on Instagram and Facebook and tag me. It makes my day and I love reposting them. And if it did help you, it would mean the world if you could write me a little review on iTunes, just a short, honest review. And if you choose to take a screenshot of that review before you send it and email it over to hello at pursuitofbliss.net and you will receive a little gift from myself and my team. And I'm sending you so much love wherever you are in the world. And I hope that you are having a beautiful, abundant day. I'll talk to you guys soon.